Welcome to um, On Fire with Jesus. Um, my name is Jared Reeves. If you are listening to this, I just, I'm on here wanting to just, um, I got this fire of Jesus, you know. Um, I've just been um, saved within a year. Um, and what I'm going to continue to talk about is, I'm going to talk about Jesus and my journey with, with, with Jesus and what's going on. And, and just talk about God's word, you know. Uh, and just sit down and just really get with it. Um, but first of all, if I'm, I'm going <clears> to <throat> talk um, about my testimony. Um, my testimony um, is probably one of those that I didn't really think I'd ever have. I never really thought that I was going to come into to follow Christ, you know. And so, but um, I'll just get started into that. Um, I started out raised in a Catholic home. Uh, my mother was what you called a cradle Catholic. Um, she um, raised me a Catholic all the way up. I received uh, baptism all the way up to being confirmed um, in the Catholic Church. Um, it was the only faith um, religion that I first knew about God and Jesus. And I was raised that way. And I went that way for, for a while, you know, until about 17 um, when I started working and stuff. And I just didn't um, continue to follow Christ. You know, there was no walking with Jesus. Um, I was more worried about um, living in society and, and stuff and, and doing what, um, what was more fun instead of um, um, being with Jesus, you know. And that continued um, all the way up to my, um, oh, probably until I first got married. Um, my wife at the time, she... Um, became um, a Catholic um, and took on to the faith and it was not where we were like one that was really dedicated um, to be honest with you I am not a person that really gets into denominations and traditions and stuff um, is anywhere in the Bible you'll look where Jesus said follow me he didn't say be a Baptist or a Catholic or or whether denomination it is and he just said follow me and so I think sometimes we, we get too caught up into that. And um, and that's where for a long time I, I didn't even have any Jesus in my life. You know, my mother always tried to persuade me to um, follow Christ. And I didn't want to, you know. And it was really hard for me to uh, really want to follow Christ and to follow Jesus and to walk with Jesus. Um, I just didn't want to do it. You know, there it was just one of those I thought that, God only had a selected few, and that was all that he was going to honor. Um, and I, I believe that. I wanted like what you would consider probably a prosperity gospel. I wanted only to <clears throat> pray to God, excuse me, um, pray to God when I wanted something or I needed something done, if I needed money to pay a bill, or I wanted this new shiny truck or something. I wanted something physically. I wanted God to just, Boom, and so um, I was really not into the whole walking with Jesus. There was no walking with Jesus with fire. There was no desire to to follow Christ. Um, my mother was always, like I said, she always tried to to tell me. She used to tell me, you know, God works in mysterious ways, and Jesus came for the sinners. I mean, she would always talk that to me, and so and, and just she had a heart, you know. She always tried to. Um, show me the, the value of Jesus, and I didn't want it, you know, I was 21 when my first kid was born, and 
I didn't even have no Jesus in that. There was no Jesus, no Jesus in my marriage, no Jesus in my everyday life. Um, I thought everything that needed to be done, I could do it myself. And so that's the way I lived. And then um, that marriage ended when dad came home from work. And, you know, things happen in life. You, you get caught in, in, a, in work and, and bills and, and with kids. And we just, it just ended, you know. And came home from work one day and she just said, you know, it's over. And it hit me hard. Um, it hit me so hard that I could not, I didn't really understand what to do. I didn't know where to go. I was confused. I was hurt. And there was just so much and that that should have been a time that I should have ran to Christ you know he was there um, and I didn't take it and so moving on you know um, I got custody of my little girl and I moved back in with my mother oh, in my 20s moved back home oh it killed me um, my mom took me in and you know that was a time that God opened doors you know God always opens doors even though where you least expect it God will open a door and so I was just going through the motions in life I had my little girl I was a single dad I was just wanting so bad to find someone to love you know I was at that point where I thought I had to have a relationship you know I got out of a marriage uh, and then I should find someone and I dated off and on nothing lasts forever um, I didn't go to church. I didn't go to mass. Um, all the time I didn't went when I went with my mom to Christmas Eve and on Easter. Um, that was it. And sometimes that was pushing it. And so I went through quite a bit, you know, that change, you know, before my um, second marriage. I got married a second time. Um, before that, I did a lot of partying and drinking and a lot of just stupid stuff. You know, I was grumpy, I was grouchy, I was just so miserable. And so I met my second wife, I met her online. And there was no Jesus in that marriage. There was nothing religious in that marriage. It was just, I was just a mess. Um, there was just nothing in that. I mean, there was no desire for Christ, there was no love for Christ, there was no um, going to church, there was no anything with Jesus, you know, I drank, I cussed, I, we partied, it was just one of those things that was just, there was just no Jesus, um, and there's a lot of things I did in that time that I regretted, and, and during that, that marriage, my, my, my life was not on track to where it should be, you know, I should have ran to Christ, and I did it, and then when that marriage ended, um, that's when I started going downhill with religion and, and following whether or not if there was a God, if if any of that ever came to play. And so um, when I moved out, it was just that second marriage was just so rough. It was ugly. The divorce was ugly and long and nasty. And um, I had a son. But what the sad thing was, I didn't want to admit it you know, at first, and then after that, um, to bow down to um, her, to submit to her, to, to say, okay, I will do this to be able to see my son. I didn't do it. Um, I didn't put up much of a fight. Um, I didn't want to fight. I just wanted to get away from her so bad. It was just so rough for me to just, I just couldn't stand, you know, the fact that 
I just couldn't look at her, you know, it was just so rough. And then moving forward, um, you know, I drank, um, when I was still married to her before the divorce was final, I committed adultery. Um, I drank, I partied, um, I was miserable. I was angry. Everything was everyone else's fault. Nothing um, was going right. You know, nothing was going right. Um, work was in and out. My health was bad. I have diabetes. Um, everything just was not going together. I'm where I had planned in my life. I thought my life at that age of, of 27-ish, 28, um, that... I would be in a, <laughs> in a different place, but I wasn't. I was back living with my mother. Um, <clears throat> it, was, it was sad. Not sad, but, you know, it's just one of those things that happen, you know. Um, I believe at that point, if I would have accepted Jesus Christ then, that I would um been better. Um, but moving forward with this testimony, um, I, met, I have a friend who is a, a pastor, um, he, he does a great job. Um, we re got reacquainted after school. I mean, after we graduated, time went by. And I moved back home, and he was pastoring in this church. He was back home, too, and he had this church, and he was pastoring, and um, we got reacquainted. And it was a good a good thing. Um, he, he led me to the Lord, um, but it didn't last long. It didn't take. Um, there was no desire, no love, nothing for Jesus there. I did it just to go through the, the motions, you know. Um, I was very emotional, very judgmental at that time, you know. Um, I didn't really read this, the word like I should. Um, I didn't want to read it. Um, I was just doing it just to do it, as you could say, you know. As you look at in, in the Word and, and, and study it, you know, I was just nowhere to what a Christian should be at any point, you know. And so, it was rough. I went through a lot of ins and outs. Um, and I took care of my daughter, but I didn't take care of her like my father should. I should have introduced her to Jesus and, and walk her down and show her the right path to go. And I just didn't do none of that, you know. Um, she was took care of, though. I will say that. And, and stuff, but I didn't do none of the religious part with her. I mean, it was just one of those things. You have to um, do things on your own. Um, if there was a God, um, God should, God should. If you were true, He would He would help you. And I thought that if if God would do more signs, um, that was like in the Old Testament. And if you look at the New Testament, all the signs that Jesus did. Um, if if they would just do that, if God would just allow something like that to happen, um, I'd be a great follower. And it turned out that it wasn't, um, that it doesn't work that way. And um, I was just going by the motions, going through the motions. Um, and it's just one of those things I wish I could take back, you know. I was just so miserable and didn't realize it. Um, but I did. Finally, I met my wife, um, the wife I have now. And, and God knew I was going to need her Well, what was going to be coming up next in my life, um, he knew I needed her, and God always knows everything that we need, um, and that's funny, there's a lot of times I used to be a believer that did not believe that, but God knows, God knows, he will only put you through what you can handle, um, and I was not a believer that was going to do that, you know, I did not think that, um, but once I got actually saved, and 
took that step, that leap of faith. And that's when the fire for Jesus comes into play. And so, it really comes into effect. And what I mean is, what I was going to need her, God knew what I was going to need. Um, my mother passed away in 2016. Um, I can remember getting the phone call like it was yesterday. Um, my stepdad called me, um, said your mom's had a spell. Um, life flight's coming in. You need to you need to get here pretty quick. So I get down there. I see her fly off in the chopper, and then we, we head to the hospital. And um, that was the start of it right there. Um, and we go to the hospital and see my mom. And she's looking okay. You know, it's one of those things I thought she'd be, you know, things were going to be okay, you know. And um, that was the beginning of the house of cards getting ready to fall, you know. And so, um, moving on, um, that night we, I went to the, to the hospital and they check around and they think we're just going to keep her for a couple days. And so I go home, you know, I had a list of things that she needed me to get done and do for her. Um, and so next day or two, um, I get a phone call from her saying that they're going to keep her for a couple more days. She has, turns out that she has an infection. Um, so I start to worry, you know, I've been down this road with my mom before, um, with her health, whether, you know, um, but to realize and think that not knowing what to expect, it, it was scary, starting to get scary. Um, she had to stay in the hospital for a couple more days. They're going to run some more tests, give her some antibiotics and see what happens. Well, it turns out that the infection was a little bit worse than what, um, we knew or even thought of and so they had to ship her to a different hospital with a um a unit in the hospital that um infectious disease control um had to treat this infection um and she gets there and at one time we thought that there could be a, a, a progress a sign of hope um and that's when i started to i from the time it was probably four years that I actually prayed to God, actually got down on my knees and um, started praying to God, um, praying to God to heal this woman. You know, I was throwing everything I had that I could at him, um, that she would, you know, she would be okay, that she would live. Um, and I said, God, just do whatever, you know, God, if, if you let this woman live and let her be okay, um, I'll do whatever you want. I will go. I'll go on mission trips. I'll go back to school. I'll be a pastor. I'll do whatever you want it to do. I will, I will take your gospel to the ends of the world if you just let my mother be okay and let her live. And it turns out that you know things start taking that spiral downhill. Um, you know I went up and seen her. It was rough. Um, that woman was tough. That woman was tough. Toughest person I ever could have seen in my life um she could do anything she could roof a house she could cook she could bake um she was just all around mom i mean she she was a great woman and she had a lot of compassion a lot of compassion that i did not have um but i'll talk about that later um so anyway 
finding out that things were not going to be as good as I thought. Things started going downhill from there when she, I got a phone call. Um, I've seen her, um, thought things might be okay. She got moved to a different room. Um, and then things start going downhill from there. And I'm not talking like two days, I'm talking fast. So it was actually on the 4th of July. Um, my wife and, and the kids and I went up and, uh, we got to see her. We went to see her. Um, and it was a great day. You know, I got to see my mom. Um, it was just one of those deals. You knew what was going to happen, but you didn't think it was going to happen. Um, I prayed to God. You know, I did. I prayed to him. I said, God, I just just please let her live. I'll do whatever you want. You know, I, I'm, I'm not much of a prayer. I wasn't much of a Christian. I didn't, wasn't a godly man. And when when mom went to my mother got into this sickness, um, I got on my knees and um, praying for her, praying for her to get well. And so we go up and see her on the fourth. We come back home. I get a phone call the next day. Um, she had a spell overnight. Um, the blood and everything. It was getting into her blood. It was septic by this time. Um, organs are starting to get messed up and fail and stuff and things were just going downhill she had a heart condition that was coming into play um, she had diabetes it was just everything was just really coming downhill starting that downward spiral spiral you know that spiral just coming down and it was tough um, the day I got the call that they were sitting at her home um, to die, I, uh, it hit me hard, um, it was one of those things, and probably the toughest things I had to face in my life, um, it's just, it's just, it's just tough, you know, the woman that was the, the toughest person that there ever was, that you seen, you knew, um, was coming home to die, and so, um, that's where my argument with God went from praying to do whatever I want you to do to cussing him out to blaming him to you know I remember punching the ground throwing the chair um, I threw a better fit than any two year old ever did at Walmart crying, kicking you name it I was just so aggravated at God and then I went to ripping on Jesus I'm not going to lie, I just cussed him out and, you know, said I will never, ever bow down to you. Just wasn't going to do it. So, moving on, then the, she comes home on the 7th. Um, I met her, we took her to her favorite place to eat. She wanted to eat at her favorite place. And then she wanted to go to her favorite place to get ice cream. And we, we got her to the house. Hospice came in. Um, they set up the stuff for her. Um, and then at five-something that night, she died. She went to... She went to go be with the Lord. And that was probably the toughest moment in my life. 
There was so much anger inside of me that I didn't know what to do with. There was so much hate. But I didn't lash that hate out on anybody. I put that hate and everything towards God. It was just a sad right, that instead of running to Christ and being at his feet, I was slurring at him. I was cussing. Made a vow that I would never bow down again to him. And what was sad is my mother wanted me to, to find Jesus. You know, she wanted me to, to accept him and be a born-again Christian and um, and follow him. I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't bring myself to, to do that. And that was just the start of, of my journey. Uh, the next phase that, that happened was um, I'm miserable for a long time. Um, ten months from that, my father, I had a phone call um, about my father. Um, he was going to die too. Um, so I went, and that year I lost two people that I loved. Um, that was, it was bad, you know. And I had to face that, you know. I had to face um, all that death right there, you know. It was just boom, boom. Um, but what was funny is my dad and I did not have the greatest relationship like my mother and I did. Uh, my parents were divorced. Uh, my dad was a, he was really a good guy. Um, we had our falling out through my second divorce. Um, I wanted him to uh, take my side and do all this stuff. And he just did not, um, he believed some other stuff and, and, and went his way. And I told him that I'm done with you, you know. And so when he died, uh, there was pain there, but it, it, it was tough. And it, it just one of those things I'm not proud of. You know, my dad was a good guy. And um, I really wish, you know, I, I've, I've talked to him. I got to talk to him right before he died. Um, it was probably a week right before he died. I got to talk to him right there at it. Um, or two, I got to talk to him. And um, we got to work some issues out. But I didn't forgive him, and that's what's that was sad at that time. I did not forgive him. Um, you know, I was that stupid person that wanted to thump their chest and bow that chest out there and just, aha. But uh, moving on from that, you know, as time flew by the years, um, I just had a hard time, you know, just really rough time dealing with stuff, everyday life. Um, in that time frame, my wife, um, she had to have a surgery. Um, so here we go again. Someone that I love is in the hospital. Um, and are they going to live? You know? And so I got really down on God. Um, but as the years went by, um, I didn't want to pray. I'd try to pick up a Bible to prove someone wrong. I'd read it for like a, three or four days, and then I'd just get off of it. Um... Oh, I'm going to get back and be a Christian. And I'd read it for three or four days. So my life through this time until I got saved and baptized in, in 2020 was, was rough. It was up and down. It was like a roller coaster. And it's, it's that until that time of getting saved, um, it was just a mess. There was just no happiness, no joy, no love, no nothing. I mean, I loved my wife and my kids. But as I'll talk about here in a few minutes, um, there was other issues that were brewing. Um but moving forward, um, 
as we're getting into um, the 2020 year. 2020 was a was a rough year, but it was actually a good year for me because it's when I found the Lord. Um, but I want to talk about um, that well, I was pushed to the brink um, before I found reached out for Jesus. Um, I I mean I was I was to the brink. I mean I was at the bottom of the barrel. Um, it got to the point where I was just so miserable and so sad and so angry and just miserable, grump. Um, you know, I wanted to commit suicide. Um, I remember putting a gun to my head, um, just thinking about going back there and grab it and just wanting to put it to my head and 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 do all that and and just pull the trigger and just end it. Um, it was just a mess, you know. I wanted to just say goodbye because there was nothing in this life that was worth, you know. Say, oh, your wife and your kids. I love my wife and the kids, but I was just so, I was dying inside. And I mean, I was just miserable inside. On the outside, I looked like, oh, I'm happy, I'm good. Um, but on the, dead, on the inside, I was dead. I mean, I was dead, dead, dead. And uh, so it was rough, you know. Um, about what was going to happen, you know. Um, but it's one of those things that, you know, with Jesus, things get better. Um, what I didn't know um, was things that was happening in, this, in, uh, in a different town. Um, big things were happening. Uh, the pastor, my friend I was talking about, he had a son. And um, and I, I was on and off. We had an on and off relationship, me and I did. We'd hang out, and then we wanted, we'd hang out, and we'd want it. Um, and there's a lot of years that I regret that I didn't go back and, and hang with that pastor buddy of mine and stuff. But I go to his church now, and everything is good. So, um, but at that time, I was just I was just miserable. He tried to reach out to me. I didn't want no part of it. Um, but what little did I know, his son um, is the reason I'm still alive today. Um, he um, he had a, he had an amazing life, an amazing way of of introducing me to, to Christ. Um, what's funny is, uh, um, I couldn't believe that it was him through the whole time of, of trying to introduce me to Christ. And I just didn't know it until after, after his, um, situation and what happened in his situation. He had a rare, um, brain cancer. Um, like 1% of the of people that get it live. Um, and, uh, he was going, he, he he always wanted to introduce people to Jesus and um, and he was a he was a great great kid and uh, what happened was um, I had the day planned out that I was just gonna just say goodbye to the world and um, what was really amazing how the Lord works is that I was sitting there in my chair in the living room, um, got a friend request from me on Facebook. Um, I look at it. I tell my wife, I said, why is he reaching out to me? I just, she goes, I don't know. So I kind of swiped it and I thought I didn't. I thought I blocked him, you know. Um, I said, little buddy, I, I don't want to listen to you, what, what you're saying. Um, and then moving on from that, um, we, um, he, 
I wake up the next day and um, kind of just stare at the TV. The TV's off and I'm just staring at it, you know. I'm depressed. I'm hurting. I'm mad. I'm anger. I'm screaming on the inside. The phone goes off. Get a bzz, bzz on my phone. And um, it's him. You have a friend request. I'm like, what? How did that happen? I'm like, little buddy. I'm not into what you're selling. I'm sorry that you are going through this uh, condition that you're going through. And I know that um, you shouldn't suffer. Um, and I just, I just struggled with how could God um, let this happen to this young boy, this young man at 14, um, go through this. Um, he was dying. And uh, he was very faithful to the Lord. More faithful than most humans, most adults. Um, it was just, I could not believe, I couldn't accept that concept of him struggling with this cancer. And he's a Christian, he's a follower of Christ. And all he ever did was just talk about Jesus. And um, he just kept outreaching. And, and his faith was so strong that no matter what was happening to the treatments and stuff, he was always that the next part of his life was going to be the best part. It was going to be eternal life. And I could not grasp that. I could not understand. Why, why, why are you doing that? So the next day I had this plan that what I was going to do, I was just going to say goodbye to the world. You know, I thought my plan was going to be to the T. And I'm sitting at the table um, about ready just to to get ready to, to uh, say goodbye. You know, I was going to write some letters to my kids and to my wife and um, tell them it's not you, it's just daddy's just struggling with some issues and tell my wife she was the best thing that ever happened to me. Um, I know that you don't understand this. I am struggling. I'm crying out and no one is listening. And then my phone goes off again. Bzz, bzz. You have a friend request. It's on Facebook. You have a friend request. And I look at it, and I just, man, you are so persistent like your father is. Always about Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. So I said, okay, I'm going to give you five minutes. And if you can change my mind, you will. I will, I will listen to you. And what was funny was, he did change my mind. I accepted a friend request, and there was a video of him and his dad. His dad had a video of him and of him on Facebook. And he was talking about um, his condition and stuff. And his dad asked him, he goes, you know, what's that mean to you that, you know, with your condition, you know, blah, 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 that, um, you know, that you're going to, you're going to die. Um, he looks at his dad with this little smile that he always, always had since he was a little kid. And he goes, I'm going to meet Jesus before you. I am going to meet Jesus before you. Here is a young man that was faced with so much stuff. Going through a trial that was so tough, so rough. And all he could say was, I'm going to meet Jesus before you. I hit the floor crying. I don't think I've ever cried that much until 
you know, at my mom's funeral and then losing my mom. I bawled like a baby. I cried so hard. And during that crying, I was praying. I've never prayed like that before in my life. I accepted Jesus that day as my Lord and Savior. And from that day, I've not looked back. There's been a fire. I love Jesus. I love what Jesus has done. He's our Savior. He's our Redeemer. And so, it's just amazing. What's funny is his dad baptized me. May 3rd, 2020. I got baptized. got re-baptized into, into the faith. Um, it's been something I haven't looked back. You know? I love it. Uh, I love reading the Word. I love telling people about Jesus. Um, Jesus is the only person, is the only thing out there that will walk through fire with you. Now, you can sit there and say, oh, I got some friends, I got some buddies, that, man, they'll go through the fire with me. No. They may be able to, but are they going to offer you eternal life? No. Jesus is the only way to offer eternal life. So I hope, uh, with these little podcasts that I'm doing, this is my first one, I hope that um, I can continue to do this and, and just just talk about our Savior, you know, take the time and just and just I'll just tell my journey and then talk about the same here and talk about Scripture. It's something that I'm learning and loving to do, and I hope that um, that this can that uh, the love of Christ can get out there. And I hope that you, if you're listening to this, I'm I'm sorry it's my first one, but I hope that um, if you are having any trouble, please please. Um, reach out to someone. Um, reach out for Christ. His hand is there. Just let him take it. So I hope you have a great day. God bless.